Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Ladies and gentlemen of the 420 crew, it's your favorite Heisman's favorite Heisman, Ricky Williams. <laughs> we don't what have up, Ricky? I'm doing all this. What up? <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome back. How you doing? I'm great. I'm great. I moved. I moved. So a lot of, a lot of change going on. You still, uh, you still in LA, or you moved? Uh... I moved. I moved up to Grass Valley, so right outside okay. of Sacramento. Oh, okay. It's funny because I'm moving up to Elk Grove this Friday. So that's right, right, right up the road, or right down the street. Yes. I, I drove by like, the airport the other day. Like a calendar year ago, you know, what I'm saying uh, uh, the universe, the universe uh, blessed us. You know what I mean? And uh, our house is done being built, and uh, you know what I mean. So we're move, we're moving in this Friday. So we'll be neighbors, kind of. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. You know what I mean? And uh, and uh, and I know I know a bunch of premier. I know the premier wee brand out there. You know what I'm saying? That that would that would love to bless you with some flour. You know what I mean? Oh, good. Cool. I'm about out. So yeah, yeah. Shout, <laughs> shout out to shout out to Ellis Greens. You know what I'm saying? The homie, my homie Kev out there in Sac. I'm, I'm, that's why I'm. I'm hey, reach out. I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll run down the hill today and grab some. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shit. Sure. You, you know what I mean? I'll, I'll, I'll pass the good. You know, maybe, maybe uh, Huss, if you want to, you know what I mean? Because you got Kev's line too. If you want to send the message, you know what I mean? I know, I know Kev would be all about that. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, for sure. Maybe he gets to uh, check out their whole setup and everything because I want to check it out. Like, they've grown some, uh, some premier, some premier buds over there. Oh, yeah. And we're I'm always looking for new cultivation partners. So if, if it's fire, like, I'm. Maybe we can oh yeah, it's the one. It's it's. it's on it. Yeah, hell yeah, that'd be awesome. And uh, what up, crispy? Yeah, Ellis Greens, Ellis E L L I S uh, Tino. Yeah, Ellis Greens. Yeah. Uh, so Ricky, I wanted to ask you. You were in uh, you were in Vegas recently, right? At the uh, the Chamber of Cannabis. Oh, I love I love it, man. I love I love Danny Tell me about and Tino. That. I love Danny and Tina and what they're doing. And I mean, I, I went there a couple of years ago to speak the first time and I was blown away because a lot of people have these chambers and they try to do community, but they're, they're, they're really doing it. You know, it's not, it's not just a party. Like they talk about, they talk about the, the, the politics of cannabis and what they can do as a group and their different sectors to support what the, what is benefits the whole group. And I think, especially when you get into business, it, it typically triggers competition. You know, and I'm sure there's competition there, but also when they come together as Chamber of Commerce, they really do put their individual stuff aside and really come together as a group. So it, it was an inspiring experience. You know, every time I speak there, I almost feel like I'm like preaching it to the choir, like, <laughs> speaking of church, because it's, it's that community feel and they're, and they're all passionate about, about cannabis. 
Yeah, I didn't know about this. And one of my friends told me about it. And had I known that he, he told me like the day of like an hour before it was going to go down, I probably would have would have went. I mean, it seems uh, I mean, for everything that I was reading, it seems like a really, really good community to be a part of. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, you're in Vegas now, so you should definitely be a part. Next time I'm in town, I'll, I'll hook you up with with uh, with Danny and Tina, the, the women that run it. Yeah, I think it'd be a good idea. Yeah, for sure. And how often are you speaking there? Is it like a normal thing or kind of just here and there? Uh, I'm guessing I'll probably do once a year. Um, but I'd like to, I mean, we're 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 coming to Vegas in the next couple of months, definitely before football season. And so I think when we're when Heisman's established there, we'll be part of the chamber. And yeah. and I'm looking forward to getting to becoming more politically involved because I know I have a platform with fans, but I realize also I have a a platform and speaking with politicians because shit, I'm, I'll be 40, I'll be 46 next, next month. And so for a lot of the politicians, I'm, I'm even older than some of them. So I know a lot of them know my story and have watched, watched me go through what I went through. And I think for me to, to speak passionately about my experience with cannabis, I think can make a big difference. For sure. Yeah. You're like, a, it's like, like a revolutionary of sorts. You know what I mean? hundred percent, 100 percent. Yes, we need yeah. revolution. Otherwise, you know, we'd still be in, living in caves. <laughs> Damn right. Yeah, and we do want to see it get federally legal and all that and everything change. So, yeah, it'd be uh, awesome to see you and, uh, you know, at the forefront of all that. It'd be amazing. Yeah. And it'll be nice to have a voice because the, the, the legislators who are making the laws, you know, a lot of them have never used cannabis before. And so they don't know. And they, they do depend on testimony they, they depend on people telling their story and, and telling authentic heartfelt stories and so and i think just in general one of the things we talked about at the meeting was you know everyone in their own personal life you know you don't have to be like a you know trying to sell people on cannabis but at least you don't have to lie you can share your own experiences of like what each of us get gets out of it and i, I think that that's kind of what i advocate just people being honest you know there's so many people who could receive just a better mood, you know. Some people that we know would just chill the fuck out if they just yeah open to taking a five milligram gummy, you know. Oh, Something yeah. simple like that. That's mm -hmm. for sure. That's for sure. You guys, yeah, uh, you're doing a bunch of stuff in Arizona. You guys, there 420 Arizona is uh, going down, right? What's what's the plans there? Yeah, so Arizona is like we we launched in Arizona right before the right before the Super Bowl, and I think we found like a secret sauce there. You know, we found a cultivation partner. Obviously all of our partners are going to grow fire. Or we're not going to work with them, but they're growing organically. And I, you know, since I've been, you know, getting on my game, I, I can tell like flour that's grown with love and grown organically, you can taste the difference. Yeah. And they're able to do it at a, at a price point that makes sense for, for consumers. And so we're, we're killing it in Arizona right now. And so you know, 420 is like our major holiday. It's our major holiday for the year. And so we said, where, where do we want to spend it? And you know, we're supporting uh, Arizona because they're they're showing us love. And they're the new kids on the block too, right? You know what I mean? Uh, since this year, is is it right? They 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 opened up last year um, for fully recreational, but they've been they've been medical, solid medical for almost six years. Six years. Oh, word. Yeah. It's crazy. Arizona would have been the first uh, medical state uh, even before California. But the way that they wrote the law was that doctors could write a prescription for marijuana, but doctors can't write prescriptions for marijuana. So that was like, you know, it was one of those things that couldn't happen by the way that it was worded. So 
Glad, glad they're on it now. About time. So I'm curious. I want to ask you guys, like, for the for fantasy, like, what what do you guys do in the off season? Like, how do you how do you prepare in the off season? What, what's it about? So we're doing drafts right now. That's one of the things that we're doing. A, bu- a bunch of drafts, just uh, keeping the juices flowing, uh, making sure that we're following all the news of uh, all the players signing, all the players getting traded, all the r- the rumor mill and all that. And then now it's going to be a lot of the NFL draft, you know, paying attention to that, seeing where a lot of these guys are going to actually land. Yeah. Man, how, how often do rookies, are rookies like drafted in the first round? Not too often. It's not of like the not not of like the startup drafts. No, just not. It's like they really gotta be like um, a Saquon, a Z. Can you guys think of any any uh, any examples of of rookies that have been that have gone in, in the fantasy draft first round? Zeke, Najee was going in the first round. They gotta be they they gotta be guys that are drafted usually in the first round of the NFL draft. Like Zeke, like when Zeke got drafted in 2016, he was running behind that line that just produced a, a thousand yard season out of uh out of a uh uh McFadden, right? Yeah. Darren McFadden. And then the year before that it was the crazy um DeMarco Murray year. You know what yeah. I mean? And so it was like Zeke being drafted with the capital he was drafted at the fantasy enthusiasts were like, oh we're taking him in the first round because he was going to walk in into this role behind that line and it, it paid dividends. And then because of guys like Zeke moving forward, if there was these, you know, these, these first round running backs, like, but there was the bust ones, quote unquote, like a Rashad Penny, right? Rashad Penny, first round Seahawks in 2018. And then, you know, people not necessarily pulling him up in the first round in drafts, but pulling him up, you know, too high. You know what I mean? Like, so he becomes a bust. But it's mainly running backs, right? Because it's it's they're safe because you know that you have to turn around and give them the ball. Whereas the receivers, you yeah, learn just around, learn yeah. the system, learn the the, the 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 coverages in the NFL too. Like you know what I mean? Like it's it's crazy. Even uh some receivers that are like awesome in college, you know what I mean, and, and don't know about like you know what I mean, or they're not accustomed to getting two feet in like that. You know, I remember Zay Jones watching. It took him a while to figure that out you know you'd always be oh touchdown oh he stepped on the line (laughs) any any first round potentials there nah nah just because you don't have to draft defenders that high even though they're going to be scoring the points it's just it's one of those things i mean it's the reason why nfl doesn't draft a bunch of running backs in the first round because you don't really have to maybe there's one guy maybe sometimes there's randomly two guys but we were even trying to think like who are the first round drafted running backs over the last couple of years? And I guess you got to go back to 2017 to where you get like a handful of them in the yeah. first round. Yeah. Fournette, uh, who was it? CMC. Lenny. Yeah. Cause Fournette was the first running back off the board that year. Right. Yeah, he was like four, number four. Yeah. Yeah. Where do you think Bijan uh, goes? I mean, you've been talking to us about Bijan since last year and he's definitely I mean, he's the highest touted running back, and he's the only guy who I, who I think's even sniffing the first round. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards. 
rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill. Yeah, I think he'll go top 15. Okay. You know, I think he will. He's got so much upside. I mean, as long as he, he he's convinced the you know that the NFL that he's durable, he just he could do so many things. He he's, it's cliche to say it because I heard people say it about me, but he really like when you're around, he's got a hey, he's got good size and he's quick and he, he's got like that lateral movement and explosion like like Reggie Bush. So he's he's on it. I really think it's going to be someone trading with the Eagles and jumping up and getting the rights to him. At I was the, say, overall. If the, Eagle, the Eagles got two picks in the first round. Like if they go Bijan, then the fantasy community is like taking them in the first round for sure. You know what I mean? Like there's no doubt. Someone better take Bijan. I'm going to, I'm going to join a fantasy league this year and I'm taking Bijan on my first pick. Yeah. yeah. No. We'll get we'll get you into one with us. We're gonna we're gonna be hosting hundreds of them, so we got yes, at least Please. one of them. Yeah, yeah, that'll be fun, dude. Yeah. yeah. What up, big uh, tons? Oh yeah, and uh, Ricky, check raffle. it out. We always do raffles on the show here, and I was able to acquire one of uh, one of your signed jerseys. It's the Miami. It's the Miami colors, and we're doing the raffle here at the Ooh. end of the. Is it a? Is it like a? Does it have a cannabis inscription? No, no. It's uh, I just, um, you know what? Let me pull it out so we can see the autograph on here. I, I'm pretty sure it's just you. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's just the signature. No. Uh... So you know, I'm sure you've seen them. I sign smoke weed every day or puff puff yeah. run. Those yeah. are the best ones. Yeah, this is one Football, just smoking bulls. Split joints, yeah. not clues. That's my. That's the fantasy one. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite one, the grass over turf. Hell yeah. yeah. That's a classic right there. Hell yeah. And, uh, okay. I know you've done uh, what's um, all the smoke and all that. We're gonna we're stealing one of their questions, and uh, but we're switching it around. Yeah, stealing is such a strong word. Yeah. We're, we're running with it. Right? Yeah, I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> if you had to have, if you were going to have just the best smoke session, you get to pick four dead or alive, who would be your four to have that ultimate smoke session with? Bob Marley would be first. Nice. Uh, Martin Luther King Jr. would be two. Jim Brown. Jim Brown. Jim, Jim at the table. Nice. And number four, uh, Beyonce. Oh, all right. <laughs> Oh, you guys are probably be the one too. Like, let me roll a blunt, show you guys how to roll a blunt. That's wood. I could do it with these nails. You guys ain't got nothing on me, right? <laughs> That'd be funny. And uh, John said, "Would love a sticky, uh, sticky Ricky autograph." So, if you gift a 420 crew membership on YouTube, you get 300 entries into the raffle going down and if you do any kind of super chat you get uh if you do a five dollar super chat you get 50 entries we're doing times 10. everyone likes your beyonce zeb said beyonce fire and tino said fuck beyonce such a good choice right yeah because i was going through and i was like this is only dudes it's not going to be that interesting if it's only dudes at the table so i was like who who and bay was the first one that came to mind I like it. If it's like dead or alive, I would want to like go back to and, and, and uh, it'd probably be like, I don't know, maybe like one of them pharaohs or something. I need to know the knowledge. 
I thought about that. Yeah, I'm trying to think who would it be. I couldn't think of any off the top of my head. I'm like, but so, you know what? My list was fired. Oh yeah, yeah. My yeah, list was Bob, like, oh, the great choice. Oh yeah, definitely want to smoke a big ass blunt with Bob. Cheech and Chong, Ricky Williams, Woody Nelson. Bob smokes spliffs, so you got to be ready for the tobacco if you're smoking with Bob. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, that's that's rough. <laughs> in the government yard in Jenstown. <laughs> oh man, you demand big tons. What up, kidda? And uh, yeah, Zeb said Bob Marley and Jimi Hendrix. That'd be dope. Jimmy, yeah, that'd be nice. What would you say? In, in real life, what what was your best? What's uh, what's the most memorable smoke session you can think about? Whether it's people that you were with or location. You know, it's, it's it's interesting because even before. So I became a, I became a smoker. You know, I smoked before, but I became a smoker when I was in New, playing in the, uh, for the Saints when I was in New Orleans. And it wasn't my first year, but my second year. My second year, I, I broke my ankle on my thousandth yard. Man, I was heartbroken. Broke my ankle on my that'll, that'll get you started smoking. Broke my ankle on my thousandth yard, and at the same time, um, I had a friend move in who uh, who was a smoker. And so every night I'd just be like, Telly, roll up. And so I started, it became part of my, like my, my everyday, my everyday routine. And about that time, Snoop was traveling around the country doing Girls Gone Wild. And he was in, on Bourbon Street. And so, you know, I was young, hanging out with Snoop uh, on Bourbon. <laughs> and the, the thing about Snoop, and I'm realizing this is what I can offer other athletes, is because I was with Snoop, I was smoking a blunt out in public and nobody said shit. I mean, it was before. It was before like camera phones were were a big thing, but still, just having that experience, you know, being out on bourbon, smoking a blunt with Snoop, um, that, that's probably number one. Uh, number two, this was a couple months before I retired. I was a uh, Super Bowl was in Houston, and some Texas alumni threw a big party where uh, Willie Nelson performed, and a really good friend of mine is really close with Willie, and so I got to go on Willie's bus. And just like kick it and chill and like talk life, talk music and smoke. Right. But this was right at the end of the football season and I was in the drug program. So my tolerance wasn't very high. So, you know, I was just hanging on. I was just hanging on. <laughs> oh, man. I would imagine uh, Willie Smoke Strong. Oh, does he? Does he? Yeah, he was on my list too. The guys, I want, I would, I would love to, to burn with, and just hear, just hear him chop some game. You know what I mean? Yeah, and Redwood, uh, Redwood Cultivation, they're a sponsor of the show. They're always giving me dope tree to smoke with you guys. Willie Nelson is one of the brands that they cultivate for here in uh, Nevada. Nice. Hell yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, we'll see. Hopefully, uh, hopefully, it's uh, it's Redwood Cultivation and Heisman. That's uh, that's getting together on this. I know the. Talks, I was going to say, uh, hook us up, hook us up. Talk, I mean, we're the talks have already happened. I'm not sure how far they are into the process, but the talks have already happened, for sure. So I'm always. I mean, that's what I do as the brand. I go around the country and I find fire. You know, find fire because the brands they're just trying to sell their flower. You know, and and the yeah. consumer doesn't know who's really about it. You know, so I feel like that's my job. Yeah, yeah, and some of the brands that they already work with, they work with uh, Willie Nelson, with uh, the Tyson 2.0, um, with uh, with the Cheech and Chong, and, uh, and then with Cookies out here. So, yeah, 
I know the talks have already happened. I'm uh, I'm super excited for what it, whatever happens from that because they got the fire out here. Yeah, and uh, I'll definitely uh, I'll definitely uh, holler at my man from Ellis Greens out out in Sac. You know what I mean? Make sure you make sure you guys touch base. Yeah, that, that, that could be something that could happen there too. Yeah, please, 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 yeah, please. for sure. Yeah, we'll I'm get just you. Gonna, so just a little, just a little astrology is is right now. I'm in. I'm going through like a Venus time in, 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 in mythology. Venus was the goddess of love, beauty, art, and all, all that stuff. But Venus times really are a time like where we need connection. You know, it's a time where you find your people, mm. um, people that feel good to be around. And so I'm I'm all about you know connecting to people and seeing like who my people are. You know, it's yeah. really powerful to me right now because. I've been t getting emotional. It's like a run on joke. I'm getting emotional about moving from my city. You know what I mean? Because I've been here all my life, moved everywhere, but always came back. And this one's, you know, we got a house for the fam. You know what I mean? We own shit now. You know what I'm saying? And but but moving there is because that's where all my family's at. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know my my you know uh you know um my my sisters and my and my, and my parents and you know what I mean? They they've already you know a bunch of my cousins. You know some of my best friends. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, just to hear you say that, because, you know, a transition is, is always tough. And I'm all, I'm all about ripping Band-Aids off. But this one's been anticipated for a year. You know what I mean? Maybe even seven years, because it's just that's how long our five-year plan took. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and it, it just, that, that really, you know, you get messages from the universe. So I, I thank you for that. You know what I mean? Hell, yeah. I mean, that's what I do all day, trying to get messages from the universe. We're in that Venus thing right now. You feel me? I love yeah. it. I and I love love. I'm all about that because that's why I'm doing that. Yeah, and I did our. And I wasn't I was messaging him behind the scenes, and he said, uh, "Yeah, he's got you. Good to go." Okay, perfect, perfect. No, I was gonna say I can tell. Um, I can tell just just from just from your 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 vibe, Bogey, that you got a strong Venus. And I, I guarantee, if I looked at your chart, Venus would be like, boom. Be For there. sure. I've been told that before. Because <laughs> 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 I, I, I am a Sagittarius, but man, like, I, like it's crazy because my girl, she's actually done one of those, like, you know, like a similar type of reading, and she got yeah. a bunch of Sagittarius traits too. But she's an mm -hmm. Aquarius. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 You know what I mean? And, and I need to do a deep dive. My mom. Every time I ask my mom, it's funny because the time changes. It's always <laughs> it's always after midnight though, right? So I was born early. Like, and you know what yeah. I mean, the AM. Oh, you know, it was two in the morning. Like, no, mom, I need the exact time. I don't know, 1.50? I'm like, mom, we can't guess. <laughs> she was busy. She was busy. She wasn't looking at the clock. Exactly. So long ago, that's what she tells me. Thank you, mom. So, so Ricky, I heard about this. I'm not even, I'm, I might be butchering it the way that it is, but like the Eastern astrology versus Western astrology yeah. like uh yeah. so what, what's the difference is there because uh, i mean i i had uh, i mean i'm my son's a capricorn in this western uh astrology yeah. but then we we look at the other chart and i'm a uh, heavy sagittarius and aquarius which i always yeah. kind of connected with those ones already yeah makes sense so you know the, the difference is the, the the technical term is sidereal astrology and tropical astrology okay Sidereal means it's based on the constellations. So in sidereal astrology, we say the moon is in Taurus. When you look up in the sky, you'll see the moon. And behind it, you'll see the constellation of Taurus. Oh, there it is. You can see it. 
Bye. Tropical astrology is based off of the seasons. So in tropical astrology, we say zero degrees Aries is the first day of spring. Okay. But because of something technical, okay, because of something called the precession of the equinoxes, where the first day of spring is in the zodiac, it moves back one degree every 72 years. So when people say we're in the age of Pisces or we're in the age of Aquarius, this is what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. And so about 2,000 years ago, about 20, 2,200 years ago, the, the zodiacs were aligned. So the tropical and the sidereal were the same. But because the tropical moves back a degree every 72 years, it's moved 30, 30 degrees. So it's moved from into the sign of Aquarius. So we're in the age of Aquarius, right? And this difference is the difference between the two zodiacs. And right now it's about 24 degrees, give or take. Really interesting. Uh, Vanessa was telling me a bunch about this and I didn't really understand it too much. And then there's a place where we can get the chart read. And uh, it's crazy. Mine and her chart are like literally the exact opposite. Like super. Yeah. Yep, my girl's OCD loves to clean up. And hey, what do you know? I love making a mess. Uh, <laughs> right, because there's no mess, there'll be nothing to clean, and then she'd be bored. We can't right? have that. Right? Look at that. Four kids later, and now we're moving into a house. Yeah. Okay, the other thing about astrology, and just, just to say my piece here, is my like one of my missions in life is to change astrology, is to make it not so much about signs, but to make it about planets. Because when we talk about signs, right, I'm like, I'm not an Aquarius, so he's not talking about me. But if we're talking about planets, all of us have all the planets. And so it's a conversation that we can all be involved in and we can all learn something from. I like that. Yeah, yeah, because, I mean, pretty much everything with the houses, I mean, at least uh, from what little I know, eight houses and different planets inside the houses, but... Planets do pretty much rule it all, right? In this world, yeah, planets rule everything. Planets rule because the planets represent our our instincts, our instincts. You know, I talk. I I've been talking to people about this because I do readings all the time. I'm talking about like the killer instinct. You know, if we're watching sports, you know, we see a linebacker. Ah, right, you got a killer instinct. You know, we get excited about it. We sh- we celebrate it. You know, and and I like using the word instinct because it's something that's deep inside of us. But we also recognize it's something that has to be refined. It has to keep refining itself. Because, you know, if you got kids and you're on the playground and you see the little kid with the killer instinct, that's the kid that you got to protect your kid from. You're <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, man, I, I had one like that. I was like, we can't take, we can't take you to tribal, so to speak. <laughs> exactly. And so instincts are something that, that through life's experiences, we refine, you know, like the mating instinct, right? When I was young, I used to only go for a certain type of girl. And then I realized that's not my type. So that instant mating instinct, it had to evolve too, right? Thinking, yeah. right? Thinking is an instinct, right? How, the way we think about things, the way we put things together, that has to be refined too. And so when you start talking about the planets, we can all relate because we all have these instincts. We all have the same instinct. And what would you say when it comes, let's, let's bring it all the way full circle back to NFL and to guys who may be some of the best that have ever played the game. What was a big constant with their planet? Mars. Like, Mars. Mars? It, has to be, it has to be Mars because Mars is the killer instinct. And so Mars is our ability in a stressful situation to think straight and to, and to perform. It's courage. 
And if you're scared, you're not going to be successful, right? I've seen so many great athletes, you know, this is, this is a common story, okay, in high school, right? The best athlete in the school, okay? Coach finally convinced them to come out for the football team, okay? First two weeks of practice, right, we're in shorts. He's killing everybody, uh, 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 killing everybody, okay? First day of pads, okay? He runs a slant, comes across the middle, okay? He didn't come to practice the next day, okay? Right? He's stuck with football, right? That's that's Mars, okay? If you don't have that, I don't care. You're not going to make it. You can't even be a kicker without a Mars, right? You can't do it. You can't do it. I mean, kickers got it. Kickers is that last line of uh, uh, a defense when that punt return is coming. You know what I mean? And even more so, just being around like athletes, being around football players is Mars teases. You know, they're gonna like poke fun at you. And if you can't take that, it's kind of like a weeding out process. Mm -hmm. If you mm -hmm. can't take that, then they they're gonna get rid of you. Yeah. And so people that don't have a strong Mars, they they couldn't survive in the locker room. They wouldn't be able to. So it really is the strong survive. Those I mean, the ones that become the anonymous tips. So how's Mars correlate with your chart? I have a strong Mars. I mean, it's, it's, so here's an example. Okay. Here's, here's the Mars, the Mars influence. Okay. It's, it's fourth and two. Okay. And the coach is like, who do we give the ball to? Okay. That's Mars. Right. Who, who is this going to run right through the wall? That's Mars. And so not all football players, right? There's there's a there's a range. You can tell the football players who have the strongest Mars. You can see it on the film. They're explosive, right? Pa! Anyone that's explosive, Mars rules guns, weapons. Anything that's explosive, that's Mars. Mm -hmm. That's why football is such a Mars. And even if you think of cultural Mars, right? People come to a football game, they get all their passion out, they yell, they scream, okay? That's Mars, right? So so football, sports, but football specifically is like a, a Mars ceremony for, for our culture. It gives expression where we celebrate Mars by watching sports. I like it. And again, yeah. Mars is, is a planet, but the planet Mars. was named after the god of war. So it's not like we're talking about a planet. That we call it a planet, but before Mars was a planet, Mars was the god of war. And what the ancients noticed is that whenever – and Mars is, has an orange tinge to it. If you go outside tonight, you'll see Mars. It's a little orange planet, okay? Mm -hmm. So so they noticed, they noticed that whenever that orange planet was right over above head or, or doing something, right, there was war. There was always aggression, aggression. And so Mars got the nickname of the god of being the planet because they always noticed it cor corresponded with war. And if you get on Leela, if you get on my app, you'll see. Anytime you and your girl are in a fight, you're going to look on Leela and you're going to see Mars. Either hmm. in your chart or in her chart is activating something. Because hmm. in our lives, when we go through a Mars time, we got to express passion. You know? Also, like, you know, people, your friends who have to go to the gym all the time, right? Look at yep. their chart. You're going to see Mars. That's Mars. Hmm. Tina said, Ricky's talking me into getting a Mars tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> Be careful, though. If you get a Mars tattoo, you're inviting more Mars into your life. Also, the image of Mars is the erect penis. You know, I, when I'm talking to someone about Mars, I say, I say Mars is a planet of being, it's a hot planet. Okay. So hot can come two different ways. One is someone pisses us off and we're hot. That's Mars. Other times we see somebody and we're like, damn, she's hot. Right. Anything like that. In, right? heat. in heat. That's Mars. Right. Because you need Mars in order to, to ejaculate. Right. There's energy. <laughs> it's so funny because that's my girl's nickname is Mars. 
Like, yeah. <laughs> that's her actual nickname. <laughs> she don't play around. We already know. You know, in a woman, in a woman, right? If you start dating a woman and she's, and she's like tugging on you, right? She's going after it. That's Mars. Mars yeah. is a part of us that goes after things. I'm all about that. And it's funny because women have Mars too, but men are trained to be Martian. Women are trained that they're not supposed to be like that. So women that have really strong Mars, sometimes they have, they go into sports, you know, otherwise they don't really have acceptable ways to express that in our culture. Yeah. Strippers, <laughs> like, right. Prostitutes, Mars, right. The energy has to go somewhere. No, no judgment. That's real. The energy has yeah. to put on this planet to do. Yeah. You know? Prostitution is the oldest. Uh, what is it? Oldest profession. Oldest profession yeah. in the book. There it is. And yep. if you think about where it came from, prostitution, it was really to serve military, armies, Mars, yeah. okay? Because Mars, people in the military, they all that Mars energy, right? There's probably a lot of ejaculations in the military. <laughs> and the problem the Japanese, they had, remember, was the Japanese, they did like the, the group ejaculations, the Bukakis. Yes. <laughs> a bunch of Mars right there. Yeah. A bunch of Mars right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, Chris, we said women are from Mars, right? Was, was isn't that what it was? Is it men are from Mars? Are from Venus. So women are from yeah. men are from Mars. Women are from Venus. This go. is kind of like this is where that mythology comes from. Is if we were talking about Venus, we would be saying the opposite. Is like Venus people spend a lot of time in the mirror, you know. And if you're a dude, spend a lot of time in the mirror. A lot of times you'll get made fun of. But dudes have Venus's due. Right? But women are more supported in being Venusian. Because Venus is what makes it, what attracts us. It's attractive, you know? Yeah. But Mars is more active. I'm going to go get it. Venus does something to draw it towards us. The law of attraction, that's Venus. If we have strong, like, positive feelings about something, we attract it to us. That's Venus. Yes. I love that. Yeah. This is just from the universe with Ricky Hell Williams. Hell yeah. <laughs> you being you being here is a law of attraction somehow. It all uh, it all manifested itself over years and years. Amen to that. Good work. Seriously. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah, we appreciate you coming on, Ricky, because we know you got a million things to do all the time and you're in high demand. So we appreciate the time you spend on the show here. Everyone was super hyped uh, that you were coming on today. No, it's real though. You know, I feel like when we first met, you know, I drove by the old middle school. <laughs> you know, like where you are is, is like a block and a half from my first girlfriend who took my virginity. So it was like <laughs> memories, Whoa. memories. Yeah, astrology, smoking. Ah, that was the life. You never be back in that neighborhood again. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Like that specific part of it, you know what I mean? Never. Right? You I used to run up and down that street with, with garbage bags on to, to cut weight for wrestling. So it was like, it was cool. <laughs> yeah, and every day, every time that I was going to the bank, I passed right by uh, the baseball field for Patrick Henry. So every time, Ricky Williams stomping ground right there. Yep. Yeah, someone asked earlier, because they were talking about the baseball, because we're in baseball season now. You, you got drafted by the Phillies. And uh, did you play with uh, with Jimmy, Jimmy Rollins? Yeah, I played with J-Row, and uh, we played in Kannapolis. 
Nice. You know, and, and, and Jimmy taught me that I wasn't a baseball player. That's what he taught me. You know, because I never met anyone that loved the game that much. And I said, I don't love baseball as much as he does. This is not for me. I mean, he would wake up. It was like literally he'd wake up because shit. minor league baseball, you play every day. You know, yeah. it's like I would go to the I would go to the clubhouse hoping my name wasn't in the lineup sometimes. You know? <laughs> I, need, like, off, I need off days and off seasons. And shit. <laughs> but, but J-Rome, man, he would he'd wake up every morning, like ready, like a little kid ready to go to the park. It, yeah. was, it was a beautiful thing to see. Yeah. He's the man. He's the man. He was great to watch too. So yeah, someone brought that up a little bit earlier. I was like, we're going to ask him about that. So yeah, I didn't know if the years aligned and, uh, but yeah, it was right before, right, right before he got called up. Right. Pretty much. Well, it was his, I was there when he got drafted, when he was drafted out of, out of high school. Yeah. So he, yeah, he was drafted out of high school. So I was with him as 18, he was 18. Yeah. Yeah. yeah his first, his first year. Nice. Last question before you uh, get out of here. Any draft prospects that you're looking forward to seeing the leap to the next level? And it doesn't have to be Bijan. We're all kind of well. He's he's the he's the obvious one. Yeah. I think the I think the quarterback I think the quarterback position for me is probably the most the most most interesting. So I, I'm yeah I'm curious to see the, the, these quarterbacks. Have you ran any of their charts like the top five guys? You know, it, it's hard to get accurate birth time. We, again, we need to figure out. We need to figure out something. We need to figure out a way to get birth times because without birth times, you, you can't really. With birth times, you can really understand the strength of the planets. And right. I think, I think that's going to be more. That's going to be more telling than signs of like who's going to do what. Really, are are the planet? Yeah. So we got we got to figure out some kind of system to to start getting guys birth times. Yeah. And now, and now you know, we'll, if we, I mean, honestly, I'm putting, just thinking out loud here, if we could come up with some kind of um, like program where we're like really utilizing this information, you know, we could like, that's what I was thinking. it needs to be some kind of app and uh, it's really getting, uh, I mean, it's really getting to these guys before they even get into the NFL. Right. I mean, getting, oh. getting guys info when they're in college, uh, maybe even some of the top prospects when they're in high school, or things like that. I mean, because those guys should be able. I mean, now with social media and everything, it should be easy to find. You know, huh. guys like that. You know what? I might, I might have someone on my team on social media because every all the guys are on social media. Yeah. If I hit them in the DMs, that's easy. Yeah. You no. Know? So I might yeah. have someone just use my my Insta and just see if he, how many birth how many birthdays they can collect. That's yeah. thank you, thank you. That's a good idea. Yeah, and it is cool too because you're 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 Ricky, so it's like people be like, hell yeah, I'm, here's my birthday, here's my birthday. You know, like, <laughs> it's like that's awesome. Yeah, because this is something that uh, for gamblers and fantasy football alike, I mean, this is something that we're all going to be interested in. But yeah, like you said, without those birth times, it almost makes it uh, incomplete. It's it's too incomplete. But I, I think I think we can I think we can do this. With birth times, I'm telling you, we put our heads together, we can come up with something really cool. Yeah, I remember all my kids' birth times. Mom, <laughs> if you're, I know you're watching. <laughs> you make sure to remind you. You weren't, yeah. you weren't like going through labor though. You know, like because then maybe I can go find. I know I got my birth certificate somewhere. That's it. That's the key. The birth certificate. Yeah, I gotta find. Yeah. It. 
Oh man. All right. Well, we know you got to get going, Ricky. We appreciate you. And definitely uh, I'm, I'm link you up with Alice greens and uh, yeah, we'll be talking about this app as well. Awesome. Well, thanks for having me. Yeah. Appreciate you coming on. Hey, Ricky. Yeah. See you guys I'll next see, time. I'll see you on the, on the block. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.